0: Welcome back to Floral Couch Conversations. I'm Emily. And I'm Alyssa. I feel like that was like less excited. Welcome back. <laughs> Did you notice that? Yeah. Or was this in my head?
1: Be honest and say, I probably wasn't paying that close attention. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we can redo it if you want. No,
0: that's okay. We're here.
1: It's happening. Just, just get your pep back, Emily. I'm pepped. I'm so pepped. Okay. <laughs> Did you Co- get any fun things from Target? You texted me that you were at Target earlier today. Well, funny story. Don't talk about how much you love your
0: coffee maker because it will break the next day.
1: No, you jinxed it.
0: Yeah, so we got this really nice coffee maker for a wedding present. And so we've had it for a little over a year and we're driving home on Friday night and Matthew usually sets the coffee so it's like ready to go in the morning like it just automatically makes itself and that's the best invention to me ever because the coffee is always ready I wake up and I can smell it and it just makes me so happy every morning (laughs) and he's the best at making coffee so he always does it and so he was like oh I gotta remember to set the coffee and I just felt expressing my love for the coffee maker so i was like oh i just love that coffee maker so much it's just the best 20 gift anyone's ever given us uh-huh. and then the next morning it hadn't made the coffee and i went out and was like pressing all the different buttons it crapped out on us so
1: that's what i was getting at target well at least you remedied the situation but it is very sad <laughs> i know but you know it's okay now you have coffee to start your morning. No, we will have coffee. We we
0: have a French press, so I've been I used that yesterday and today, which I which is actually really good. I might do it more often now.
1: Girl, you fancy.
0: It's really easy. I thought it was a lot harder, but it's it's really easy. You just pour the coffee in and then you pour hot water in and then it's done.
1: Yeah. Whenever someone says French press, I like it, it has like a bougie connotation. Yeah. Which, like, I don't think they're that expensive either, so I don't really know, but no. <laughs> Maybe they used to be, like, harder to use. I don't know. Who knows? So, you've been deer hunting. I have. It is quite chilly outside.
0: <laughs> you always send me a selfie of you in the deer stand, yeah. which I find
1: quite entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> Although the last one I sent you was turkey hunting, so this one was a- had a little more color with the blaze orange. <laughs>
0: That's true. Oh, yeah, we posted that picture of you turkey hunting. (laughs) So funny. So did you get a deer?
1: I didn't. I have only gone out. So opener was yesterday. We're recording on a Sunday. So I saw a doe like walking around, but she stayed in like the thick brush. And by the time she came in like an opening where I could get like a shot off, I could just see like basically her tail. So I wasn't going to get a good shot off. So But maybe tonight when I go back out.
0: (laughs) So you would just kind of shoot anything you saw as long as it wasn't a baby? You're not looking for, like, a large buck?
1: No. If it was a large doe, I'd shoot it. Mm -hmm. You can shoot babies, too. No. It's just not worth it. No. (laughs) I mean, I'm saying, like, it's legal. Not that I would not. Well, we'll see. (laughs) By the last day of deer hunting. But that's so sad. Little baby deers are so cute. (laughs) i haven't seen any fawns yet so it's been mostly old
0: two weeks ago when i was in montana my uncle and my sister's boyfriend and people we were with were hunting so i kind of went along and i had never been there while someone shot an animal but but that was the first time and i didn't really like it that much did you get emotional no, I I can separate myself from it, but it's just, I've shot guns before, too, and some people, like, my sister really likes it, being out in the wilderness and shooting guns, and I just don't like guns that much. I'll shoot smaller guns, but, like, the big ones are, it's just not fun.
1: Yeah, yeah, to each their own. I don't, like, shoot for the fun of it very often. <laughs> I'm gonna shoot if I want something that I know I'm gonna eat, <laughs> Those are basically the criteria for me. <laughs> so if you were when was the last time you shot a deer? Someone just asked me this. I think it's been like I was like probably fifteen because really? I haven't got this yeah, I haven't gone consistently since like like going to college and stuff. I didn't go consistently. Um, and then when I would go, it'd be like one day I'd go out instead of like a whole week like I did when I was in high school. So mm-hmm. it's been a long time. Does your sister go? She does not. She used to when we would go um, up north to, like, an actual deer camp, but mm-hmm. does not want to anymore. I feel like on
0: Facebook or and Instagram, I've just seen snaps of deer hunting people.
1: <laughs> I know. Okay. Did you see the You Betcha video? No. Do you know who You Betcha is? Yeah. Like, on the yeah. So they have one like the five phases of Minnesota deer hunting and it is so accurate it hurts. Like it, hurts. One, it at one point they're like where you start to think every sound is a possible deer, and then the guy like looks up in the like tree and it's a bird. He goes, Wait, there aren't even deer deer can't even get up in trees. But it's like so true. Everything you hear, you're like convinced it's a deer, and really it's like the wind. <laughs> So, what do you do when you're just sitting out there? Uh, Hate my life. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Um, I will sometimes be on my phone, but obviously that's only if it's daylight, because otherwise it'll be super distracting. Uh-huh. I brought a book with me. Otherwise, I'm just kind of, li- like, watching for deer. I don't know. Deer hunting is definitely not, like, I would prefer turkey hunting over deer hunting, because, like it's more exciting. Like you can actually call them to you. Deer is more like kind of just luck. You have to have a good spot and you can call them, but there's a lot more luck involved. (laughs) How do you call them? I mean, there's like a grunt call, like the flip over call. I don't know what it's actually name is, but it's like a noise. Yeah. And what does it mean?
0: It's like another Uh, deer saying,
1: help me. Well, it could be like a sound of a doe And that, Or it could be, like, um, the sound of a buck if another buck wants to go over in, like, market's territory. I don't know. (laughs) I don't use the calls very often. My dad does, but... Did your dad get a deer? He has not. He saw one this morning, too, but um, it didn't come close enough. What time
0: did you go out this morning? We left at 5.30 a.m. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Anyway... That's all my question that's all my questions about deer hunting.
1: Perfect. I'm glad you're informed. I was impressed by your texts about deer hunting.
0: Oh, well, that was just because <laughs> my husband was sitting there telling me <laughs> the answers to my questions.
1: <laughs> anyway, today we are gonna have a fun have you heard episode.
0: Have you heard brought to you by Alyssa.
1: So basically every time I read an ar- article or anything that I'm like Emily needs to read this I need her thoughts I just like keep note of it and now we're going to talk about all those things let's do it okay the first one so we've talked about gender reveal parties before and Mm -hmm. our thoughts on them yes and did we discuss the wildfire that was started by a gender reveal party
0: no I don't think we did
1: oh did you hear about that I think I did Okay, that was, like, a few years ago, I want to say. Like, they did something with, like, fire. And I want to say it's Arizona. And they actually started, like, a forest, like, a wildfire by this, like, elaborate gender reveal party. And the reason I was thinking about it is because did you hear about the person in Iowa that died at a gender reveal party? No. So this family wanted to create this, like, Colored explosion and accidentally created a pipe bomb, which killed the grandma. Oh my god! Like they had gunpowder. They were. I feel like anytime you're using gunpowder, you should probably just like call it a day. Let's not mess around with this. Like, I, if you feel the need to have a gender reveal party, can we leave it with a cake?
0: Also, <laughs> I'm sorry, but this is really. This is looking really
1: bad for anyone from Iowa. <laughs> yeah. I just was like I feel like you keep hearing stories pop up but why do they
0: need to do that are they that bored in Iowa that they need to make bombs for their gender
1: (laughs) reveals apparently I don't know and it's so sad because like the it was like a party goer that attended so it wasn't like it was like like I mean it'd be sad regardless but it wasn't like someone blew themselves up like they killed someone else like so awful oh my gosh that's so sad it is so sad Moral of the story is PSA: If you want to have a gender reveal, just get some
0: streamers <laughs> or a piñata, something something wholesome. A cupcake.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, there's so many safer options, right? No wildfires and no pipe bombs, please. Uh, people are so stupid. Yes, I can't even. So I saw a local article actually, and it kind of broke my heart. So in northern Minnesota somewhere, old man um, was seen looking out the windows, like parked on a random like residential street. So this person posted on Facebook that there's like this creeper in this white truck on her, like look out for him on this like neighborhood Facebook group. Mm -hmm. And it like went viral. And like, it turns out this guy saw it and was like, it was a confused old man that was lost, and he pulled over to call his son for directions. And, but now, when he goes to, like, a gas station, people will be like, oh, you creeper. He's getting, like, basically ridiculed for being a confused old man. Wait, it, how is that sitting there for a long time? They claimed he was taking and pictures, she- but she, but he said he wasn't he was just using his phone to call his son so she took pictures of him and that's how people know who he is yeah she posted him a picture of him in the truck i want to say on facebook isn't that like illegal i don't know if it's illegal people put stuff on facebook all the time i don't know if it is or not we need a cop to weigh in we'll correspond with our cop friends. <laughs> yes i don't know it like it made me think because the article said that vigilante like neighborhood watch helps them solve like a lot of crime because people are always like just on the lookout for things Mm -hmm. but then this is like the negative side of that where you're quick to like persecute someone for doing something innocent that just was not from the area i guess i don't know that's weird who knows what he was doing anyways
0: you just never know your first reaction should not be make a post on facebook like, if something is sketchy, call right. the police. Right. And
1: then they could come and, like, ask the guy what he's doing and he'd mm-hmm. be like, yo, I'm lost. Right. I know. It's, it's weird, the good and bad of social media. Speaking of social media, did you hear the Instagram news? Oh, they're how they're not showing legs anymore?
0: Yes. Yeah. How
1: do you feel? I
0: don't really care. It doesn't affect my life.
1: I don't either. And I guess I don't know. Do you know? I'm curious what this does to, like, social media influencers. (laughs) Like, they still can track their likes, I assume? Yeah, I
0: think you can still see how many people have liked it, but other people can't see.
1: Okay, so it's like you can't compare to other people. Yeah,
0: like how many likes you're getting versus other people.
1: I feel like that's probably, like, a good step forward for, like, the mental health awareness that is needed.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I think influencers or whatever can still report how many likes they're getting. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know how that would affect it, really.
1: It probably wouldn't, then.
0: I Because look- you can't immediately see. I-
1: yeah, we're clearly not influencers. <laughs> no. But I was just curious. And I kind of like the change. Yeah, it's kind of like, we'll see what happens. Right. Like,
0: sure, let's try it.
1: Yeah, see, not being able to compare yourself to others seems like a positive step forward, but I guess we'll see what the result is. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay, how is the Christmas music listening going? Oh my gosh, (laughs) Um, it's going well. We're actually going to decorate for Christmas
0: today. We went to Michael's. 'Cause everything is fifty percent off FYI. All the Christmas decorations and we got a few things and then we did kind of a big decoration haul last year, so we're gonna put up all of our decorations today. That's exciting.
1: So you're not a person that has to wait till after Thanksgiving. To decorate? Yeah. No. <laughs> I feel sorry. I feel like- <laughs> I feel like that's already been established. I mean, I know the music, but yeah. some people are like tree day after Thanksgiving kind of people.
0: <laughs> no, and like at my parents' house, we used to wait until like Thanksgiving ish time or right after. Yeah, but I don't know. I feel like it's so fun, and it our house is kind of minimally decorated anyways, so it's fun to put up stuff and and be festive.
1: That's true. I am, like, always the culprit of waiting till the last minute, and then I put it up, and then I leave it up for way too long. That's my issue. <laughs> because I, like, want to enjoy it, but I wait too long to put it up.
0: Yeah, I think we left ours up till, like, February last year.
1: You know what? It made
0: us... But fun. it's <laughs> it's more like, I've, I've gone for more of a theme of, like, wintery decorations rather than, like, specifically Christmassy.
1: Yeah.
0: Like we have a sparkly tree and it's more like rose gold and gold rather than like green and red
1: that makes sense so then you can Mm -hmm. kind of like claim to leave it then it's okay to leave it up yeah um i'm at my sister's right now and she is completely decorated like outside lights are on tree is up like and it is very festive and it makes me want to decorate my house yes
0: (laughs) so she is a festive does she do christmas music Mm -hmm.
1: Not since I've been here, I don't think so, but she just loves the decorations. So, she did it, like, day after Halloween.
0: (laughs) Yeah, she's my kind of girl.
1: (laughs) But, on the Christmas movie theme, I read an article that said 24 underrated Christmas movies that should be an annual tradition. Mm. And I want to know how many of these you've seen, and how many of them you actually would watch annually. First one is Arthur Christmas.
0: Arthur? Like... Arthur the Aardvark? Yes. (laughs) Really?
1: Well, no, that's how it's spelled. It's not...
0: Oh, it's not actually Arthur.
1: I guess I don't know what Arthur the Aardvark is, but... What? What? (laughs) It's like a cartoon. (laughs) Excuse me, what? Sorry. (laughs) What is Arthur? Arthur, D.W., Buster. Oh, I forgot they were Aardvarks. Just kidding. Yes. (laughs) I forgot. Mr. Ratburn. Okay. I reject my previous statement. Okay, wow. Do you know who I Arthur was, is? I was really I scared
0: for a second.
1: momentarily forgot that they were not people and they were aardvarks in the show. <laughs> yes. Okay, it's spelled like that, but no, it's not that. It is a cartoon, though. Okay. And the person says, I hardly see anyone talk about it, and it's such a shame because it's honestly so heartwarming and truly encapsulates the feeling of Christmas. If it's not Arthur, like Arthur, Arthur, I don't think I've heard of it. Okay, well, it apparently it's really good, and it's available on Amazon, so maybe check it out. Okay. Um, the next one is The Apartment. It's a black and white movie from the 1960s.
0: Mm, I don't think I've heard of it.
1: Okay, it says it's a Christmas movie that won Best Picture Oscar. It's got, like, Shirley MacLaine in it. I have not seen it either, but I just feel like we need to have a movie watching day and watch all of these. I'm down. Okay, the next one is The Night Before. Not The Night Before Christmas?
0: Nope, it's just called... That's technically a Halloween movie, isn't
1: it? Yeah. It says it's a modern adaptation of A Christmas Carol, and it's got Seth Rogen, um, JGL, Mindy Kaling in it. Oh. So I feel like that's something you would like. I I love Mindy Kaling. I think Seth Rogen is hilarious, and... Could never really go wrong with Joseph Gordon Lovett. So definitely got to add that one to the list. Okay. 12 Dates of Christmas. Who's in this one? I don't know the actor's name, but he's Zach and Saved by the Bell. Oh. And Wait. I'll- I think I've seen this. It says it's very similar to Groundhog's Day, which I know you
0: love. Oh, oh gosh. I hate that movie. <laughs> and any Groundhog's Day movie type. Maybe I, I think I have seen it then.
1: Okay. So you wouldn't watch that one annually probably not <laughs> based on the hating of that type of movie
0: yeah i don't know why that bothers me so much
1: <laughs> it it kind of bugs me too because i'm like it's just okay,
0: frustrating
1: <laughs> you know how it's gonna end which mm-hmm. like sounds stupid coming from me because i watch hallmark movies and all the premises are the same so i don't know why it bothers me too jingle all the way i have seen that one do
0: you like but it i can't remember the premise
1: Um, so I watch this one probably annually. It's with Arnold Schwarzenegger and there's a fight for the special toy. I don't know. I think it's got some comic relief. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I was obsessed with this next one. I'll be home for Christmas. Did you watch this with Jonathan Taylor Thomas?
0: Oh, yes. I've seen this.
1: There's the, okay. There's a scene in there where they're driving in a car with like these older ladies and they're all singing along to this cassette and like. Every time I think of this movie, that song is just, like, on repeat. (laughs) (laughs) On cassette. It was on cassette in the movie, I think. (laughs) Do you rewatch that one ever? Or did you like it a lot?
0: No. We weren't big Christmas movie people. Okay. I don't know. I guess my family was just not... We would watch Elf. We weren't, like, Christmas movie people. Yeah. I think I talked about this last year, about how my favorite Christmas movie was Mrs. Santa Claus with Angela Lansbury
1: yes you got the
0: it was on oh I got the lifetime movie out so that we could watch it and I was I remembered it being like this amazing movie it was so good and then we watched it last year and I was just like what is this but I had seen it a few times when I was probably like 10 and then just like hyped it up in my brain for the next 18 years and then I saw it again and was just like this is not good
1: I feel like that's like the good and the bad about those movies you loved as a child because you probably won't enjoy them as much or they are truly timeless, but you don't know until you watched it and the magic could be gone.
0: <laughs> yeah. It was a good premise, but just kind of a weird movie. I don't know.
1: <laughs>
0: I would uh, suggest watching it once, but probably not more than once. Yeah.
1: I mean, it was like a feminist icon movie, right?
0: Kind of. Mrs. Santa Claus is like, I'm bored. Santa Claus doesn't pay attention to me so she decides to leave and like crash lands in New York City like 1912 and then start helping them fight for women's suffrage.
1: Which is awesome. Which is like kind of (laughs) intense. It's like way different than all Lifetime movies. Yeah. So that
0: part is like good and interesting but then it just kind of it gets weird.
1: Yeah. I did want to ask you have you seen the previews for The Last Christmas?
0: Oh Yes, and I thought it looked really good, but then I read an article that was reviewing it, and it was like, this was the worst movie I've ever seen. Okay. Like, the,
1: all the reviews are really bad. So, that is what I've heard, and then I read the, okay, in that article you read, because re- I read an article, too, and it kind of spoiled, like, what it's actually about, mm-hmm. and I'm, like, not as into it.
0: <laughs> yeah. I know. I was really excited when I first saw like a mini preview because I love Emma Thompson,
1: and the music
0: just like gets me in the mood. Wait, doesn't it have
1: Amelia Clark in it?
0: Yeah, and Emma Thompson as the mom of her. I just I just watched another movie with Emma Thompson in it that was pretty good. That was an Amazon movie, and Mindy Kaling wrote it and then starred in it. Oh. It's called Late Night and it has Emma Thompson as the only women late night talk show host. And her show is like threatening to be canceled and it has Holly from The Office in it. And then also Mindy, <laughs> also Mindy Kaling is like this lady who worked in a, as a chemist in some factory and then decides she wants to like try out to be a writer at this late night talk show and she gets it and it's good. Okay. I was on, like, a weird movie kick last weekend. I watched three movies.
1: Okay. What were the other ones? Which
0: is unusual for me. <laughs> yeah. The other one I watched was Holiday in the Wild. It's on Netflix. It's new. It has um Kristen Davis from Sex and the City and then Rob Lowe. Oh. And Kristen Davis, like, gets divorced from her husband and then decides to go on this African safari trip by herself and falls in love with these elephants and it's really good i i highly enjoyed it and then i also watched i can't remember the name of it but it's that movie that we saw in theaters country home or something where the guy
1: the musician major
0: yeah major country star and he left his high school girlfriend to go become famous and then What's he he goes back and finds out he has a daughter
1: yes it is so I think I own that <laughs> it's so cute so I watched that again and I was
0: kind of frustrated because I feel like it, I loved it so much in theaters and then when I watched it again I was like wait a second he literally ditched her on their wedding day and hasn't spoke to her in eight years and he comes back and she's just like, Okay, we can get back together. She didn't I not, mean there's a little not, bit more to it. She did not put up a good enough fight, in my opinion. Good movie, but uh, slightly unrealistic.
1: I mean, yeah, but I don't know. I've rewatched it and I enjoy it still. So <laughs> there should have been more groveling involved. <laughs>
0: yeah, and well for me to rewatch a movie I've already seen is is saying something. So
1: on a related Final article I want your thoughts on, Emily. So Microsoft did a study, and they tested out a four-day working week. It apparently increased productivity by 40%. What are your thoughts on this?
0: I don't understand why this is not already happening everywhere. I know for some companies it's not possible, but I feel like for most, and it's starting to move in this direction like a lot of people do, summer hours or like half day on Friday or like flex schedules where you can just work extra in the beginning of the week and then either take the day off on Friday or, or do a half day. And I think that's yeah. so smart because everyone works differently and to expect that people are still needing to be eight to five or nine to five every day or Monday through Friday is just like not evolving fast enough.
1: I agree, especially if you're salaried, as long as you're getting your stuff done, why does it matter when you work? Mm -hmm. And I get that there's like a point in, are you doing too little or too much? Like, can you handle more? But I think that could be had through conversations while still letting someone have like all the flexibility they desire.
0: Yeah, I really feel like that's how it should work. Like, as long as you're getting your stuff done then we don't care where you are and that's how my last job was and I loved it but this current job is like a little more micromanaging as far as like okay if you're working from home we need to know exactly what you're working on give us a reason for why you're at home and it's kind of annoying
1: so is that because you're still kind of new or everyone is expected to kind of give that update
0: When I first started, they were like, yeah, it's flexible and the company is growing really fast and they're trying to finish another building so that people can move over to that other building, but it's taking too long and there's not enough parking for all the employees. And so they've been encouraging people to work from home for that reason. And then when I first started, they were like, yeah, whenever you need to work from home, like if you have an appointment, no worries. It's just like once a week, totally feel free to work from home and then just recently they were like okay it's it's better for collaboration for you to be here and if you're going to work from home make sure you're telling everyone where you are and like telling them what you're working on and i feel like it was like okay now you're kind of switching your story here so it was weird
1: yeah it makes me think like one person might have ruined it for everyone
0: yeah but i don't like
1: to have- drastic
0: change I feel like maybe they're not really going to enforce it
1: that much they were just like saying that right interesting so um we've actually had been having conversations at my work about this and I was like tasked with gathering feedback um like as so we can like kind of understand like what we as a company want which is awesome that like they're open to hearing that feedback so like that's exciting um But I had mentioned in my team meeting, like, what about, like, a flexible Friday during the summer? Because we don't currently have those. And, um, like, the executive that we roll up to was like, well, I trust you guys. Like, just, like, do whatever you think is right. But I was like, that's so hard because there's always something I could be working on that if it's not mandated, like, that everyone leaves at noon on Friday or something like that, I probably won't follow it because... There's always something I could be working on, which I think is maybe the harder part about flexibility.
0: Yeah, I Uh, I definitely think it needs to be like a clear company policy. Like you can't just do whatever, like we trust you because then something's going to happen and they're going to be like, where were you? Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, we need to have a set plan of how this is going to work. Or you're just going to need to say like, yeah, as long as you get your work done, we don't care.
1: Right, exactly. Exactly.
0: But totally a fan of the four-day work week, for sure. Yes, same.
1: (laughs) Other exciting things coming up. um, I've just finished our next book club book.
0: You finished it? I did.
1: And I really enjoyed it. So everyone should check it out. It's called I Found You by Lisa Jewell. And we will be talking about that book in a future episode.
0: Yeah, in just a couple weeks. So get it
1: and read it. Pretty easy, quick read. Oh, you have plenty of time. Yes, it's good. <laughs> Another thrilling
0: novel. Thanks, everybody, for listening to this episode of Floral Couch Conversations. You can find us on social media at Floral Couch Conversations, Facebook and Instagram.
1: And if you have any questions, feel free to email us, Floral couch Conversations at gmail.com. And if you're liking what you're hearing, leave us a five-star review and tell everyone you've ever met. Thanks, Thanks everybody. Bye.